0: Hello, everyone. This is Eason, and welcome to Eason is. Um, probably the title of this episode will be Eason is random, because I haven't recorded for over a month. Um, I'll go into why um, after some advertisements. Um, but it's you know it's just been a pretty random month for me so i'll get into it shortly so and welcome back to isan is um so to go into why I haven't recorded for a month, um, I was having like a good bout of depression. It's <laughs> an oxymoron, a good bout. Um, I should say a significant bout of depression. So I took time off the podcast and kind of focus on getting myself kind of back on track as far as a few things, especially, um my medications um, which is important to obviously my mental and physical health um, but specifically my mental health since we're talking about that Um, and anyone who does take medication for their mental health don't feel bad about it Um, because a lot more people take medication for their mental health than you know and then there are also some people who claim they do various drugs that maybe legal or not um also for their mental health or to help them creatively or whatever reason they give but it's still not legal and probably isn't good for their body physically either it probably isn't good for them financially because I know the more illegal it is the more money it costs and then the greater chance it is you're gonna go to jail as the person buying it um but that was a tangent. But anyway, just don't be ashamed that you are um, getting help and managing your mental illness, even if that requires medication. Not every mental illness does. Um, but some of them do for more like severe symptoms. Um, you know, and it may not just be depression. It could be, you know, anxiety, bipolar disorder, or I think now it's called manic depression, it could be like DID, dissociative disorder, PTSD, it could be a number of things. Or it could just be, you know, for a time because of like, excuse me, major life events that something has happened. Someone may be on something temporarily and then be able to come off. But there are people, you know, like myself and others who it may it may definitely require a much longer time period. Um, so that's, that's my spiel about that. Um, and then I was trying to come up with different ideas for what to talk about. Um, and honestly, with the depression, my head was just kind of in a fog and I couldn't really put ideas together. So now that I'm more like coherent and, you know, kind of able to put things together in more of a perspective, then now I can, you know, put things together and um, do some things better. So that's my skill about mental health. And then, you know, with Roe versus Wade, being um, overturned, there's an entire clusterfuck of things going on about reproductive health. And women's rights and just how in some cases already some insurance companies just have decided that they're not going to approve certain medications because they may cause a miscarriage or may cause an impact to a fetus. In um, some cases, whether or not a woman is pregnant or not um, and it's like no I'm taking that medication to I think in one lady's case it was to help prevent blood clots from her having long-haul COVID symptoms Um and it's like no but that medication could cause like a miscarriage it's like well if I die from like a DVT or a PE or a stroke or heart attack or something caused by a clot from me not taking this medicine that would also prevent a baby. So I don't know where you're going with this. You know? And I know a lot of people always talk about, well, you know, you needed to be able to do abortions for like, you know, the rape and incest. And then I'm like, well, yes, definitely. But it's not only for that. It's because like you are not ready for a baby. You don't want a baby. Like, it's just not a good idea. And sure, other methods should have been taken before we got to that point sure but maybe either they weren't available maybe they failed I don't know I wasn't there I wasn't there in the room um but you know we're here now this is what we have and I don't see a whole lot of people um especially when they talk about oh well, we'll just adopt the children I'm like well have you adopted them so far you know Speaking of which, if you're going to go that far, have you adopted the children? You know, before what we're talking about with abortion right now? have now, have you adopted any of those children? No? No, you have not? Oh, okay. Okay, you haven't? I didn't think so, but all right. I didn't think so. So, what do you mean now you're going to talk about, oh, we're going to adopt you? Children, um, you know, that could have been from the boy. Oh, okay, okay. And I'm, i I just listen to people who say that kind of crap, and I'm just like, ah, you're missing the entire point. We're not saying that people have to use it. It should be an action, and medically, especially with like ectopic practices. Because pregnancies aren't supposed to, at least unless without like specialized care and equipment, be outside the uterus. A topic pregnancy is when you have like a fertilized egg in the fallopian tube or the ovary, somewhere other than the uterus where it's supposed to be growing. So then, you know, that's not good. That's not the right place. So then when that thing, when the when the um, fertilized egg starts multiplying and turning into a zygote, then it's spreading and it'll cause a ruptured fallopian tube, which is a medical emergency. It's a lot of internal bleeding and very painful. And then you may lose, you'll probably lose the function of that fallopian tube and then probably the function of that ovary because it's not going to be able to put any eggs down there. So, you know. Less babies overall, but you know, and possibly the death of a mother, possible mother, because she's probably not having that baby. Um, but you know, pro life. Uh So that you know, our first portion of the episode is very we depressing. So sorry about that. So we're going to take another break, um, and then we're going to transition into just geeking out and hopefully more positive or at least at the very least geeking out. So stay tuned. Hi, and welcome back. So, um... As promised, we're going to geek out a little bit with some more manga recommendations. Um, I've been finding that as of late I just want to come home from work or come home from being out and then just sit down get some coffee and just read. Um, So first up is a boys love really um, galley recommendation um, that's fairly explicit it came sealed so i know when something comes sealed it's explicit in some type of content be it violent sexual or something else so it's called kisses macaroons and lonely pie um by hyogo kijima um it has i'd say about like three or four if i remember correctly um different like, one-shots in it or stories in it, um, about, you know, kind of men, um, falling in love and expressing that and honestly being very silly at different times. So, but it, it's a fun little read, because um, at times I do like... The um, explicit titles, so this is one of them. <laughs> and then it has different tropes like age gap and childhood friends and things. So it's it's a fun little read. And then next up is another BL one. It is more of like an actual BL where it starts off with like you know childhood best friends, um, and it's two volumes. Childhood best friends, they're going through high school. They kind of figure out their feelings for each other, and their families have been friends for quite a while. And it goes through all of that, and then you kind of are trying to figure out near the end of it, kind of how their relationship is going to progress um from this cuz they've graduated high school by the end of it and then it's well you know where do things go from here how's the relationship going for us but then in the second volume um you know it shows them graduating from high school and then they're working um and then how their relationship grows and there's a separation and, you know, there's always someone who's like, oh, I can't talk about it with them and, you know, but then, you know, they reunite and it actually leads to a pretty sweet ending, which is nice. So, it's, it's a cute little read and I'll probably like reread it. Few months, but one of my favorite um, kind of comedy um, manga that I've gotten into recently is Heaven's Design Team, which I think might have an anime, maybe or maybe not. I don't know, Um, but I'm actually into this one and another one that's similar to it, which is Cells at Work, except Cells at Work kind of describes the human body like in a manga and then describes like how the different parts of the human body interact what does this organ do these cells and then heaven's design team explains like different animals um in the animal kingdom and like zoology and stuff so they have like these different designers that are all famous for like these one creations um And they're led by like two angels who take the requests from the requester or God in this instance. Um, And you know, they're all named after planets. Like Mr. Saturn, he's like the old man of the team. Um, He's the head of the department and his masterpiece was the horse. So pretty much every, the solution he describes to every new animal that, you know, God wants was like different design specs. He's like, well, it's gotta be in a horse shape, right? And then, um, there's Jupiter. His masterpiece was the cow. And for him, his specialty is just if I'm gonna make an animal, it also has to taste delicious. (laughs) Which just leads to him like trying to eat his creations and see how does it taste and it's just it's and you've got you know like neptune his masterpiece is the kangaroo he likes cute things and then pluto she's like this Gothic lolita looking girl but then her masterpiece was poisonous frogs and she always asks how can it be dangerous and how can it have like a weird reproductive thing and then mars um is the one in the jumpsuit who is the engineer she like tests out all their creations and tells them how it's either not going to be able to live on earth or it might be able to with these adjustments or something like that and it's just it's all very funny and then in the I think in the fourth volume um I've now read which I think so far they have seven um now they have like different designers because these are heaven's design team so now they have they're introducing like a designer from hell is like well we'd like to make a request to design like this animal that can like live in hell's environment Um, you know And God's like yeah make one for him and also add this just to be like a little weird like I'm trying to look for one of like his design requests. Yeah, like one um, because for some reason they were making a theme park in hell. So he's like and to that end, I would like to order a creature suitable for a theme park in hell. In a perfect world, it'd be an animal that could live both on hell and on earth. It's a um, you know but it's like, nah, just, just make it suitable for the theme park, though. I'm like, I, okay. But it's just, it's super weird. I'm like, okay. But I love that it's super weird, and then it'll have, like, this section in it called, like, the Encyclopedia of Real Animals, where it'll actually have, like, the drawing from the manga, and then, um, also, like, a picture of the actual animal with like their name classification and order their habitat and then a description of like you know how they live and stuff I, I like that part of it you know because in addition to being nerdy about manga I'm also just nerdy about different animals and everything you know um, and then I have two more recommendations um, this one is the isekai one The isekai's always seem to slip in here at some point, but this one, um, you know, she, she's doing her best. It's called magic artisan Dahlia No More. So she, I guess, was an office worker who was kind of bullied and she was never taken seriously and always hung her head and just, you know, died. And then she was reincarnated into a different world where her father was a magic artisan, where they make different artifacts and stuff to make it easier for people to live their everyday lives. Um, But then, unfortunately, like, her father passes, and there's an agreement between her father and, I guess, another guy's dad to have her marry um, his protege, which works out all fine and well, but then the protege is, like controlling and apparently tells her to, you know, dye her hair and then tells her to dress more modestly and then, you know, they're working together um, leading the business and stuff and then, you know, he on the day of, I think they were supposed to sign their marriage contract and sign their business and stuff together he said, his, and this is her fiancé at this point. He says, I'm sorry, Dahlia. I want to break off our engagement. I found a true love. And she's like, what? She's like, I'm glad I haven't signed these papers, bro. Because we would have um, signed our businesses together and done a joint registration. And they would have also signed the marriage certificate, too. Um, but then thankfully, you know, they're able to resolve things. And then the people at the guild are like, um, you know, cause they were going to move in together and he's like, oh, you know, I, you know, I'd like to reside at the house we bought with my new fiance. Um, you know, and then he's like, oh, while they're Just because this is why I don't like this guy while they're discussing things um, and the lawyers are resolving things he's like well if you know you want to live at the house that originally you were supposed to be with your fiance and with your new lady then Mr. Tobias will pay Miss Dahlia 50 gold coins so then he puts down 28 gold coins and it's like yeah we can't we cannot transfer the residence to you unless you're thankful and then he boldly this dude has like no shame just dahlia can you lend me the rest i'll pay it back as soon as i have it it's like you just in what universe would you know and she rightly says please transfer the title and stuff after he pays me when he owes Just like what, and then thankfully, um, thankfully things are mostly settled. Um, it turns out later in the second volume I read, um, because there's two volumes out now, he was asking about like an item of his fiances and she's like no when we settle things everything was itemized so you're saying that the people at the guild like aren't trustworthy even though both of us signed it off but I just I was like I am but thankfully she's not a pushover and she's working towards like her own inventions and things so I like that and I haven't really seen where you have like someone inventing different magical devices it's usually just straight magic. Um, so this, this is really nice. I like it. And then, you know, she dyes her hair back the original, her original color, and goes out and cuts her hair, and wears, like, clothes she wants to. Not that she ever really dressed not modestly that I saw, but I guess it was for the time. I don't know. But, you know, she goes back to, now and then she she actually opens you know her own business, and it's, and it's pretty cool. I like it. Um, and then the last one, which this is one I actually gave to my nieces, I didn't realize quite how because um, the part of these part of this one goes into like binge eating and like bulimia and stuff, and like throwing up. I'm like, oh okay, because um, I knew it had like the bullying and why and the um aspect of it but it's called kageki shoujo the curtain rises um by kumiko Saiki, which is a precursor to i guess the current manga manga kageki shoujo um it's it was like a pre i guess a precursor um, story that she had in a magazine um, it's basically about these girls who are admitted to um, an academy where pretty much um, they're part of like an all-female theater troupe, kind of like how there would be like the all-male theater troupes. Like now, I had it on the tip of my tongue, but now of course I forget what, um, what it was called. Darn it. Um, the male counterpoint. But they could be at this academy for three years, kind of learn the singing, the dancing, the ballet, um, the curriculum, and all that. And then hopefully be admitted to this troupe where they can, you know, perform different roles and stuff. And is very prestigious. And then it kind of shows the backdrop and the academy and all that. And I found it interesting because um, I've been kind of steering away from like teenage stories. Even though I know that's pretty prevalent, but I've gotten older and I don't really want to read too many teenage stories unless they actually are good. Um, But I like it because it went really into depth. The main character is kind of an airhead, but the people around her have things going on and even her, um, she is kind of nice to see just someone kind of just want to be the best and do their best at it and not really trying to offend people or have a to her motive. She's just trying to like make friends and stuff, but it's, you know, it's really, it's really nice to see, you know? Um, so I would recommend that. Um, it's a pretty thick volume. I'm trying to see how many pages it has <laughs> um, to see where so it's got at least 460 pages so I say about like 462 um, but I mean it's a very good read it's a quality read I want to say it ran. it's about $20 but it's it's a very good read um, and it may prompt you to read their actual um, trials at the school because I think this one is when they're all like admitted in the admission process and then kind of prepping for actually starting the academy the following year but it follows like three or four different girls because I know there's the main girl the short haired girl who is like um, an ex-idol there's like the couple other upperclassmen and then there's another girl who had the eating disorder who wasn't even I don't see where anybody thought she was fat. Um because none of these girls are fat. Actually all of them are pretty thin. I guess because she actually looked normal, then she was fat. Um but you know, she she was dealing with um you know, bulimia kind of like binge or I should say she was binge eating and then throwing up. I want to say that's bulimia, um, from what I remember. But it could be another eating disorder. But it's clearly clearly an eating disorder. But thankfully, she's able to work through it um, with the help of her friends. Like take some time off and then go back to singing because naturally if you keep throwing up like that it's definitely going to mess up your singing voice and that's one of the reasons she was one of the main reasons she was admitted for her singing voice and she was destroying that very thing trying to become thin. so it's like no just focus on what you're doing on um focus on what you're good at and stop like destroying your voice but i believe all of them are very good reads depending on what you're into and we've nerded out about those things and had, you know, a very good time with that. At least I've had a very good time. I don't know. But you guys listening back had a very good time. Um, and then probably the next episode will be more geared towards nursing because I've, I've tried finding, uh, a couple nursing podcasts. Some of them are okay. Some of them have, like, this boss bitch air to them about, like, gay money, get money, get money, get money, and all that, and they don't really talk about like working in nursing, what actually goes on, um, when you're working as a nurse in like a hospital or, um, skilled nursing facility or what have you, like, I don't hear anyone actually talking about that, I hear them talking about different issues and stuff that are popular to talk about in nursing as far as like staffing and ratios and pay and all that, but not actually, which are important to talk about because they help determine what your day goes like in nursing, but none of them are actually talking about what actually goes on in nursing. So I wanted to spend some time doing that, but I'll still keep up with the um, recommendations of just geeking out about different things. Um, I was looking for a new show to watch um, because I've been doing a marathon of The Mentalist and then I started marathoning The Golden Girls. Um, People have been impressing the need or their need to watch, to have me watch the boar or the bear, whatever it's called on Hulu, Um, which I may try. Um, to watch it I think I have a bookmark I haven't felt up to watching it yet and then as for movies I think there's the gray man um, and then I may actually go see one of Jordan Peele's movies I hear they're very good the only reason I don't really see them is because they're horror and I'm not I like reading about horror I don't necessarily like watching it but, I mean, that's the genre he directs in, so it's a mismatch. But, um, I may try because I want to say the last movie I saw was the Jujutsu Kaisen prequel movie. Um, and that, that was several months ago, so I'm going to see if I can find some more movies and stuff to watch. Oh no, actually I'm sorry, I did watch a movie recently um based on that the podcast how did how did this get made which i love listening to is so hilarious um which it was i believe it was like the Stardust Brothers or the Legend of the Stardust Brothers something like that and it was like ridiculous japanese 1985 movie that was just all over the place um it's on it's free on Tubi and i know Tubi you don't need to pay anything for, you just need to honestly make an account and you can watch whatever's on there. Um, but I would highly recommend that movie. If nothing else, um, it is subtitled, so you are gonna need to read, um, but it has so much music and really, you don't really need to understand what's going on in that movie. I mean it's better if you do, sure. But it's going to be so hard to follow at at some point in the movie, which for me, I think was like 15 minutes in, I just decided, you know what, I'm going to just keep watching this. I'm going to read as much as I can, but I don't think I could quite follow it just because it's so all over the place. But the visuals, the music, the dancing, just it was just so, it was like they threw all the movie genres in there, added a whole bunch of soundtracks that are all awesome. It's just, it is just so funny. It is just such a hard movie to describe, but at its core, it is really, it is the tale of the Stardust Brothers, um, and just their ridiculous, crude, awesome tale of their rise and downfall, and just like, just what it is. My God, that was a crazy movie. <laughs> such a crazy movie. Um, but I would highly recommend that movie for sure. It is hilarious, and you will laugh. And if you partake in, I guess certain substances, it was recommended by um, how did this get made to so definitely partake in those before or during the movie, which I don't. Um, I was drinking coffee during the movie, which probably didn't help my movie watching at all. but um, yeah, so. I would definitely recommend that and watch that. So, until next time everyone. Bye.